Moncrief on News Talk. Brought to you by Avant Money. Think you're getting the best value from your bank? Think again. Barbara and Declan are here once again to pour heathing, uh, healing salve on your battered souls. Good afternoon to you both. <laughs> yeah, how you doing? Here is your battered souls. You're making me hungry. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> Henry has a load of toast outside. He'd like oh, some. Uh, he's been, we have to actually take it off him because like, he's going to kill himself. How's the arm, Barbara? <laughs> uh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. I hopefully, it's fine? Yeah, well, I hope it's fine. I don't know, obviously, but I'm back, back next week and um, I'm hoping at that stage I will have the sling off and then I will be able to start using it again. I hope, I hope, I hope. The arm, but I not the lit- sling. The arm, not the yeah. sling. The sling is going in the bin. But yes, right. I am slightly going kind of stir crazy now at this day. Is that like uh, you in plaster? No, 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 you're not. No, no. So I mean, it, our bodies gets, are incredible. So if it gets itchy, you're all right, sort of thing. Oh, but it's like I won't go into the details, but there's lots of un- unseen, unforeseen consequences of having your arm like this tight into your body. 24-7. Like I sleep like this. Oh, God. The only time this comes off is when I'm getting dressed or when I'm having a shower. Okay. All right. Okay. I can. I. I. I yes. You're right. You I can. don't want to ask. No. But no. I can imagine. But it's just. Yeah. yeah. It does get itchy. Yeah. I can imagine. And you that. can't knitting, do anything about it. Knitting needles. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Oh, I don't you know, know. I once had a broken arm, and then somebody told me put a knitting, knitting needle, needle up or it. Yeah. Really. Oh, the relief. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm oh. hoping it's all grand. But as I say, I don't know until I go and have another X-ray. But I'm hoping. I'm hoping. I'm yeah. being positive. I'm too embarrassed to ask my friends for help on this, so I'd like to ask the nation for some anonymous advice. At the moment, I'm waiting to move into my new home. The mortgage process has been a bit of a nightmare, but it looks like I should have somewhere in the next three months. In the meantime, my sister and her fella have allowed me to stay with them. I'm a man. Not sure if this is relevant. Everyone who writes in always seems to uh, always <laughs> seems to reveal their gender. Well, actually, not always. Anyway, we all get on so well and always have. But there is one big problem. I can overhear their very passionate and very loud sex life when I'm laying in bed. I can hear a lot of what they're saying and the bed is always banging against the wall. (laughs) I've tried everything to not hear them from earplugs to headphones to try not to be in the house around the time of their lovemaking. Why do you put that in inverted commas? <laughs> uh, but the time they do their business is really unpredictable. For example, last night it was 3am when they woke me up. I feel like because I'm a guest in their home and on top of the awkwardness surrounding sex talk with my little sister, I don't feel like I have a leg to stand on. What would you do? Um, I really don't understand what this fella's issue is. And the fact that it is a fella or a guy is completely irrelevant. Yeah. I don't know what he wants us to solve. Yeah. I mean, he says he doesn't have a leg to stand on. About what? Um, do you know, like, is he suggesting that he really thinks it might be a good idea to have a chat with his sister about yeah. her sister and his sister and her partner having sex in their own home? Mm. Like, he's but a guest. So in a way that he can hear. But he's a guest in their own home. Yeah, I mean, he yeah. has absolutely. I presume his sister has done him a huge favour because he, you know, he was hoping he would have a mortgage by now and he's to wait now another three months. So his sister, I'm assuming, has done him a big favour by saying you may come and you may stay in our house while you're waiting this period out mm. until you get your mortgage. Um, but that doesn't give you the right to ask your sister to curtail anything about her life in order that you won't be feeling uncomfortable or embarrassed. Do you know, it would be the same as if she had an annoying dog or a cat she didn't like. She has loud sex at various different times at the night and the day. So what? <laughs> he, he's not in the same room. Like, he's not been asked watch. Yeah. Okay, get your bloody headphones <laughs> and just get on. Like, just forget about it. They ha- Like, everybody knows everybody has sex. So, mm. like, I, I, I fail to see what your man's problem is here, but I would tell him absolutely and unop- absolutely definitely you don't 
have any right to say anything to the sister yeah. about her sex life. So yeah. you need to shut up and put up as far as I'm concerned. Is that he, clear he, now? He should be rejoicing that his sister has, uh, has, a, has happy a happy and healthy life. sex life. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, it, it, it's kind of Victorian and maybe the answer to his problem is actually already in his letter because he kind of says he's too embarrassed to mention it to his friends. But maybe he's embarrassed to mention it to his friends, not because you know, he doesn't want to talk about sex with his friends because he realised that if he actually mentions it to his friends, his friends will go, well, you get a grip. Yeah. That's a stupid problem. Um, yeah, look, fundamentally, it's the, it's the sister's house. Whatever she's sure, doing there, she's... it's her rules. And he has his own room. He has his own yeah, private zone. he's not zone. sitting it's watching like, it like... You know, yeah. I, just, I just don't understand. This is not a problem. This is well, not a problem. It's a, a very... problem around prudery and about, you know, it's about people believing that their own hang-ups or their own kind of um, prudishness is a, is, a, is a legitimate boundary I to have I did wonder and then I thought I won't say this but now I'm going to say it say I'm it. feeling kind yeah. of reckless today. Um, I wonder is it the fact oh, that it's... killers are kicking in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder is it the fact that it's his sister an issue. In other words, if he was sharing with his brother and yeah, his brother yeah. was having loud sex every night, I bet you he would say, ah, you're great lad, you're, you know, I heard I was all great. I wonder, is there an element, a kind of sexist element in this because it's his little sister that in somehow that's making it more uh, uncomfortable for him? But which, also, I mean, again, maybe he, he knows that because he, you know, the, the, the kind of Allusion to his own gender was was slid into the letter because he, I think he was pitching that up. I think that I think maybe so. That, he is being sexist. I think he wears, is that what you're saying? Yeah, but maybe it's not his sister that he can hear. Maybe it's his sister's boyfriend, and it's all a bit much. Um, yeah, well, he look. says he can hear what they're saying. Uh, like, now we don't know what they're saying, but you know, I mean. I don't know. Oh. Whatever, like, people say things in the height of passion that in, in you know, if you quote them back, they're, you know... Out of context. Uh, yeah, totally mortifying. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And so maybe there are these little, you know, phrases of love that he doesn't want to hear. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but, like, yeah, but I mean, that's all a bit, that is all a bit kind of, okay, I don't really want to hear that, but that doesn't, that doesn't escalate into, you know, where you need to do an intervention. That's, you no. know... And, no, if, no, he's, no, and if he's no, that no. uncomfortable with it, move out and check into a hotel yeah, for the next yeah. three months where, you, you know, you might hear strangers having sex in the room next door but it won't be your little sister which seems to be part of what upsets you about this situation but really what I would say to your man is you know he's got to put up and shut up and be very thankful that he's somewhere to stay but somebody says my missus's brother is living with us while waiting for his new place I'm really enjoying rattling the bed at all hours just for a laugh <laughs> Uh, Andy says, uh, "Where's the compassion?" Uh, says another. T- I assume you're not having compassion no. for for the no, for we don't. Yeah, yeah. No, we give out our compassion, you know, very thoughtfully, yes, and yeah. we have a methodical measurement that we use for doling out compassion in this slot. And this this problem didn't come up to the mark for no, compassion. There's only a small pot of compassion. There is. Uh, it's um, limited. Uh, would the sister have a right to question him if he engaged in self love yeah, making at three a.m. banging yeah, his elbow off the wall? It's her house. Well, why, she can do what she likes. You can. Yeah, it's absolutely. So she could. And why would he be banging his elbow off the wall anyway? Is, uh, is That's uh, strange. Yeah, <laughs> very strange. Uh, <laughs> Andy says... to you, Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe you said that. I told you that in absolute confidence. And I invented a story about my dog. And now... Never going that. That. I'm so glad you did, though, because it's a clip for our promo. Um... <laughs> I'm sorry, Barbara, but if you have someone staying with you, you do not have sex at the same volume. You just don't. It's the considerate thing to do. No, it's not. It's your house. You can have sex whenever you want and have it as loud as you want, as far as I'm concerned. My house, my rules. 
Okay. But it's also that thing about, like, you know, the, the person who says that obviously has an idea that there's something shameful or intrusive about yeah. somebody having sex, whereas that's that's very puritanical. That's it's also a relatively kind of new notion because what do you think people did back in the day when everybody was Houses living in a... Houses were better in, they thicker walls. Well, they all lived in the same room. Oh, right, true. Yeah. You know, so it's like, come on. I imagine that was quiet, though. I mean, you, you, you He'd be a little, like, very, like yeah. kind of a sneaky little yeah, furtive. I mean, yeah, he wouldn't be scrunching <laughs> out. No password for there. Furtive. Bit well, of furtive maybe sex. Maybe they're a bit more open yeah. about that whole thing. Uh, maybe we have a different perspective now and that's not good. Yeah, okay. So anyway, yeah, I just, uh, uh, just I put on, put headphones on and think about your mortgage. Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. that's, that's, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what most people do when they're having sex anyway. So, uh, oh my God, <laughs> think about their mortgage. <laughs> uh, I, I have a real dilemma about money. I was trying to start a business when I was in my 20s and my very generous uncle gave me 10 grand to help me get it up and running. Instead of paying him back, he told me at the time that he'd leave me out of his will. He developed dementia and died a few months ago. You can imagine my shock when I got a letter from the solicitor saying my uncle had left me 15 grand. From talking to my sister and some cousins, we all got about 15 grand. He was a bachelor, so there were no children or spouse to be cared for. So it sounds like he never updated the will. I feel bad taking more money from him knowing he'd planned to leave me out of his estate. But to be honest, I really need the money. I have a young family and things are very tight. Should I get over my shame and keep it? This is like a wild one because it's it, like this. It, it all depends on the perspective that y- you have on what was going on. I don't think that the, the the will that has actually landed on the solicitor's table is anything else other than the will, the way that the guy intended it to be. You know, I know there's mention of dementia, and I don't know what stage that happened at. Personally speaking, I think that the intention that's in the will has to be understood Ooh. to be the intention that the uncle. Had because yeah. otherwise you're in a whole messy, messy area of like the will doesn't mean what the will says, and that's that's obviously you know problematic. I think what's really happening though is that this person is looking at the scenario about the money and not the intention of 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 a kind of an uncle doing what he perceived to be the fairest thing, which is to go to all of my lovely people. I give a, a, an equal. Part and that's what's done. He's thrown that out equal, equal, equal. The previous debt or the you know whatever. I don't even think the uncle ever thought about that again. I think that was a scenario where the uncle might have said that, whether it was it was jokingly or even kind of just to make you feel better. I think that's not really connected. I think at the end of the day, if the uncle felt strongly enough about you having gotten your birthright or whatever way you want to yeah. perceive that, that would have happened. And I think fundamentally, I think. Too many people look at these inheritance things in a very materialistic way when in fact the intention, the yeah. kind of intention is, is is the spirit of it is a different thing. I think that this person just got lucky and that's it. And whether you want to mm. think it was an accidental look or whether you want to think it was a, a nice act from your uncle who was giving you a little extra, whatever, that's that's for you to kind of take with you. Mm. Interfering with that any further, I think, is... is it's just it's been. I actually totally 100% agree with you um, and I think this is a classic case of the guy who's written into us kind of overthinking something and reading into what has happened something that isn't there at all yeah. I quite agree with you I mean he says that this uncle was a single man he never had any children so I'm assuming that to him loaning this guy 10 grand back whenever it was wasn't a big issue for the uncle do you know what I mean mm. um, so he obviously could clearly well afford to do it and I would I would I would be 
fairly confident that at the time he did that, he never wanted the money repaid. Exactly. You know, yeah. Otherwise, he would have said, OK, repay me so much a month or so much, you know, whenever, whenever you can. He didn't. He didn't invest in your business. He handed you 10 grand. And I think as a way of getting you to accept it or make you feel better about accepting it, um, he said to you, I'll... I'll take you out of the will. He didn't do that. Um, and I th- and he clearly made his will before he got dementia because you can't make a will once you have dementia. So um, he clearly had made the will when he was in his full compass mentis. And I think he quite, he, he didn't change it. And I think that was quite a deliberate thing. So I think you've got lucky, as you said, yeah. and you've got a very generous uncle who's been very kind to you. And I think there's no shame. That's the thing that I think is awful. Who? Why are you, sh- like, there's no shame here. You haven't done anything wrong. The will is a legal document your uncle has left you this in the full knowledge that he already gave you the 10 grand to start your business and I think happy days celebrate don't be feeling guilty about it you've absolutely nothing to feel guilty about and you'd only cause a huge you've no choice anyway even if you decided to give it back I don't think the solicitors can take it back because this is what's in the will so just enjoy it just you know stop thinking about it just thank your lucky stars thank your uh, very generous uncle and um, and there's so many ways in families where you don't know what was going to, the uncle could have been you know throwing a tenner a week every week uh, to yeah. one of your other siblings yeah. and just kind of in in their head worked out that there's a sort of an equivalence there or the, the uncle could have decided that the uncle was going to leave everything to just one person and there's no none of this inferred fairness yeah. where, where you're just impl- assuming that somebody else should be have this just this kind of equality mm. of 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 gifts to everybody that they know when they pass away. When that's it's their money, they can he could do whatever he could have left all his money to cats. And as you say, he could have easily have given any of the other people, the other cousins, or anybody else. You don't know that he didn't give them some money when they well, were hard yeah. stuck for it as well. So you may not <laughs> be the only he, one in this situation. Did he though? We that's don't the know. Thing. Yeah, that's the thing. Now know. this person <laughs> says they were in their twenties when they got the money for the business, which means they're not in their twenties anymore. No. Could be in the 30s, 40s, could yeah. have been decades ago. It depends on how, yeah. So I, I think you're right about the, the, the uncle meant this. But yeah. maybe what they're really worried about is that it'll be discovered. Do the siblings and the cousins know yeah. that this person was was chucked 10 grand all these years ago? Even, and if they find out, will there be, hang on. No, even if they did but know, it was so know, long yeah. ago. And that was up to the uncle. That was his choice. So, you know, there's no, they haven't they haven't a leg to stand on, talking about legs to stand on, yeah. uh, in coming back at him because that was the uncle's choice. And number two is that it, if it happened a decade or more ago, nobody's going to find out about it. Nobody's going through his bank accounts back that far looking for who, who he gave his money he to. He to so, live with you know. the secret Barbara. Yeah. <laughs> it may bur- eat him from the inside. Well, but I don't, even, I don't think it feeling is the shame of I don't of think it. you should feel... No, there's no shame here. He's not doing anything underhand. He's not doing anything wrong. He's absolutely doing the right thing. And move on. Like you mentioned already, the, you know, the, 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 the going to somebody in your family and asking them to help you out, or whatever, is quite a, is quite a yeah. normal, familial kind of thing to do. And wanting to especially if you don't have family want to give one of your nieces and nephews like a he was whatever, probably delighted to be able to help delighted. Mm, he sounds yeah. like a nice uncle yeah of course and so, you were you were his favourite yeah, yeah, yeah awesome. clearly he's yeah. telling yourself you're yeah. the favourite yeah absolutely so uh, Le- Lisa suggests that maybe he could uh, donate a, a bit of it to charity or charities no do what you need he says he yeah. needs it if you need it yeah. use it you know and just, I don't think yeah. you yeah. need yes, be to happy. Kind of, you don't what, need to 
There's, there's no Discharge guilty conscience your guilt here. Yeah, there. No. yeah no, that's not okay. Absolutely. You're in the clear. Uh, <laughs> my husband and I have been having the petty, pettiest of arguments, which started off as a joke, but now I feel like it has crossed a line. I don't know what to do. Basically, we've been struggling to agree on the name of our child. We tried everything to come to an agreement and eventually chose to draw straws. We decided whoever won, <laughs> I got to have their preference as the first name, with the other person's preference being the middle name. I ended up winning, but when my husband went to register the name, he put down the name he wanted. I can't get over how petty and stupid it is, but I'm so incredibly angry and upset. What should I do? (laughs) Petty. Petty. That is petty. That's not petty at all. That is not petty at all. (gasps) The fact that, not the fact that they couldn't agree on the names. That's very common. Yeah. (laughs) Very common. Um... But the fact that they came up with an agreed solution, ropey and all, as that solution might have been about the straws and, you know, whoever wins. But what really would trouble me about this is that her husband breached her trust in him to stick by that and to go and register the name that she had chosen as she won the thing that they decided was going to be the compromise. And that's the thing that I would have a huge big problem with and I don't think mm, is mm. petty at all. That he went behind her back and kind of bullied her because she was obviously still in the hospital or whatever when he was off out registering the birth and he put in his own name, the, his preferred name uh, for the child. I don't think that's petty at all. This isn't naming the cat or naming the dog. Like, yeah, this yeah. is naming your child. And although with the benefit of hindsight I know at the time when you have a child it's a huge big thing about giving the child a name and within six months the child's name is the child's name and everybody's forgotten as to why you thought it was a good idea or you can call them something else anyway exactly but it's the the deception here that I would have a problem with and I don't think so you're angry and upset I think you've every right to be angry and upset I don't think you're being petty at all and I think what you need to do is you need to sit down with your husband and make sure that he knows that Uh, and stop saying that this is you know a petty argument or that you're being rational about it you're not you've every right to be angry and upset and you need to air that with your husband he needs to understand that what he did was not right and it was a breach of trust and that's the thing that that's the problem and that's what you need to discuss with him I wonder though the context no no I'm not I'm just to me I wonder how the the, the conversation went along because if it was all messing around and there was a lot of joking happening around Mm. the whole thing and it was you know the the, the bickering was Mm. kind of within the context of one one man what's that word expression one upmanship that's what I'm trying to say Mm. (laughs) one up personship (laughs) (laughs) if stay woke Barbara Uh, if the scenario was just this kind of mayhem of fun and, and they, they had this kind of jibey, jokey kind of tricking okay. kind of scenario. Well, they did it at the start, it sounds to the like. Bit. So, so, so if it didn't stop and go, hang on, this is actually deadly serious yeah. now, then I totally agree with you, everything you're saying. But I can see how messing about in, in a joyful kind of stupid way. Because at the end of the day... Was, if it was messing about in a joyful, stupid way and if the husband was thinking, Asher, she's not really serious, she's yeah. only having a bit of crack and I'm going to put down... He should have still come back to her and said you're like I am actually going to put down this name that I like and not your name like he shouldn't have done it off his own bat when she was under the 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 misapprehension that he was going to honour the mad kind of solution they came up with um, and no, put I down do, her I do choice agree with of that, name and, and I do that's see the that basic scenario. problem 
I also do see, as Sean said, that, you know, you you mentioned the name becomes the name or whatever the name is. Yeah. The amount of people I know in families who are called, like, Gemma, Emma, and everybody just calls them Emma because that's their second name, yeah, but it's the, yeah. it's the given name. Or else, because, you know, little baby yeah, Christopher couldn't they still always have their say, passport in that wrong name. <laughs> that's what I'm but saying. But it's just inverted of yeah, whatever. I know, it's I know. That, you know it's but it's the deception, okay? It's the deception. The consequence, the though, isn't this, oh, you've ruined my child's life. I think no, 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 that's I not the know, issue. The that's what I meant by saying, yeah. you know, the child, taking a name for a child is really important for six months and then it becomes like you've yeah. forgotten why you came mm. up with that name or who liked it or who didn't like it or whatever because it becomes totally associated with the child. But the, the thing that doesn't go away is the fact that he deceived her and that no. I don't like. That's and a breach so that's of trust. Said, the context of how that deception came out is very important because it can't just suddenly be that when the best practical joke of the night happens, that's when we're suddenly serious. Mm. It had to happen before that because otherwise it's a bit unfair. If I'm just thinking that she's lying in the bed in hospital having given birth and the lovely little baby and he comes back and he goes I gotcha I won in the end look I'd kill him kind of gas oh yeah yeah Uh, well, uh, someone says we need to know the name obviously not we're not gonna, even if we did know we wouldn't tell you because he's a child uh, that is horrible and nasty thing to do undermine his wife like that shocking uh, what if it was one of those silly names that you wouldn't want it maybe you had to take one for the kids sake well, it's yeah, say, say, that's the thing now. She, we don't know what she wanted to call this child. Yeah, she was like, I want to call Blamange. her e- Enoch Burke. Uh, <laughs> Nobody's calling okay, her Enoch Burke. Okay, if that Burke. was the case, yeah, maybe. <laughs> but you still have to come, you still have to reach an agreement. I mean, every single couple, I would think, has sat down at one stage when they're expecting a baby and tossed chopped around names, names yeah, and they've been vetoed and this and that and you come up with the compromise name um, but what he did was just not right not a good way to handle it I think, at I think all. fundamentally though there's, a, there's, a, there's, there's two different ways to look at this one is that naming children is kind of this kind of silly thing that you know in the end in the, it is kind of a bit like oh you know I'm going to name somebody something and I'm going to expect them to like that name for the rest of their lives it's, it's quite a weighty you're kind so of, stupid you know I can think of all the stupid reasons that people come up with names like I want them to be the only, only Miranda one. Yeah. in yeah. the class or I don't I want them to have I don't want there to be 10 Mirandas in the class you know you use these stupid it's metrics and it's very it is. it's, it's like, a load it's of like, baloney it's proprietary yeah. Yeah, that's, that's my baby I'm going to put the brand on and, and I've given her a really or him a really yeah, cool name kind of that annoying. nobody else has and you know it's all a load of and then often yeah. they end up hating that name because they want to have a name that's the yeah. same as everybody in, the their, in their class so fundamentally though I think you know it is, it is, it's it is the deception is the problem the deception he can't yeah. I think that should he, they need to discuss that and oh, they need to air yeah. that I wonder, seriously. It, I wonder is it there first uh, someone says narcissist divorce him <gasps> what will he be uh, like when you are co-parenting making big decisions yeah yeah, as I say, I think that yeah. needs to be nipped in the bud and I think they do need to have a serious conversation about uh, that. You can put your headphones on. We do have a voice note from someone uh, oh, who's, uh, who's, this is exciting. who wants to give you their considered You're opinion. Oh, sorry. Oh, we'll tell you what they say. Uh, all right, anyway, this <laughs> is what the person says. Is this a kind of joke? Good afternoon, Sean, Declan and Barbara. When my mum was born 83 years ago, my grandmother was too unwell to bring her to be registered and asked one of the neighbours. She asked her to register as Brida. But the neighbour didn't like the name, so she registered as Christine. <laughs> oh, that's great. That's even yeah. worse. <laughs> that is. He was saying that his, 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 his mother, or, yeah. yeah. It was his mother, uh, like, they sent out one of the neighbours. Uh, and, oh and, and his grandmother said, we want her to call, uh, call Breda. her Breda. And, and the parent, and the 
neighbour didn't like it and called her Christine and said <laughs> well in fairness she was right well if you give <laughs> that job to the neighbour dodge your bullet there Christine <laughs> yeah, I love you Christine so uh, gosh Really though, I mean it's a name, you know. But it shows you how passionate people feel about these little... For no reason. Why would you send the neighbour out to do a job like that? She was in her confinement and all that kind of stuff. (laughs) You know, it was... They you don't know the, the circumstances of that family. No, anyway, sure. back in them days, like yeah. she was in her confinement, the husband was in the pub. Uh, I think I have a problem with sex toys. <laughs> I'm spending I'm spending about two hundred euro a month on them. I'm not in a relationship, but I have some friends with benefits, so that mutual needs are satisfied. <laughs> I quite enjoy the freedom of not being in a serious relationship, and the people that I sleep with are quite adventurous. I started using sex toys about a year ago, and now I find I want new ones all the time. I get incredibly excited when I see a new one on the market and now I'm not really interested in sex unless there's a toy involved is this a problem have I desensitised myself to just human interaction well I will defer to your okay heavy breather okay look is this a problem things are only a problem if you actually notice the consequence that they have on you or your relationships with other people. The, the, the fact that you're using sex toys alone, I don't believe is a problem, of course. I think if the only thing that you're thinking about when you're engaged with other people having sex is the sex toy, then there is a certain amount of... You're thinking about the sex toy? <laughs> yeah, well, that's what, yeah. this is what oh, she's I saying. You... And I mean, as a woman, I don't... <laughs> yeah, I guess as a woman. Um, it's saying that, I, you know, I don't want to have sex. No, I, don't, I just... Don't. You did. She said you yeah. was a woman. No. I kind of assumed it was a woman too. Yeah. Yeah. Did you think it was a woman? I don't know. Because yeah, yeah. the sex <laughs> toys too, don't they? Yeah. yeah, of course they do. But I mean, do they? yeah, they do. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, I'd imagine. Yeah, I'd imagine that. Like, it's just more likely that it's the woman. I'm like this with duvet sets. I keep buying duvet sets, and I have too many of them now. So I know when you start to kind of get into okay. things, and you yeah. keep and now I don't know where to store them. I think that the, the actual fact is the sex toy is a kind of a red herring, or yeah, a, you just become addicted to whatever they're called. Yeah, from that perspective I think that unless it is addictive <laughs> behaviour that you know unless it's not 200 euro a month though I mean how many dildos does anyone need really because you know, they're all many, pretty much the same aren't how they? many things does that's anybody the thing need? that I thought I thought the 200 euros a month was ex- I don't know how many sex toys is too many sex toys having a clue uh, but I do Where think do you keep them all well, spending 200 euros a month, isn't it yeah that's a lot like you could have a nice night away in a nice hotel which would do a lot more for me that in that department than yeah any yeah. okay okay but but the reality of it is is that that's the, the the joy of living in a capitalist economy is that you can spend your money your discretionary income on whatever you want to spend Storage it on storage would For be a some... problem wouldn't it because <laughs> you have to have and, and with domain batteries Clean as well them. Yeah. oh my god they damage the environment this person yeah, well, this, is true. True. Yeah. this is true this is true unless but you like, can, char- can you charge them I don't know I'm sure there's rechargeable ones now, yeah. is there? Would they? Are you? I do you know, Jack? I don't no, know. I don't really know. But yeah, <laughs> friends with benefits as a text are more like friends with batteries. <laughs> 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 yeah, they need to be. The Duracell uh, double no bunny. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. I'm just trying to name these sex toys that I can't remember. My friend in the sex shop will tell me them all later when I'm asking about exactly what this problem is. But I don't think that this is a problem unless the problem means that you just want to see people or he doesn't want to see people that they just want to see sex toys. Then, then you're, you know, you're in love with a robot. 
200 euros a month, I think. That's a lot. Quite a lot. I don't, I don't think. People spend 200 euro on the cinema and, and theatre tickets. He must or, be throwing them out then as well because you couldn't be keeping them all if he's buying that many. Like. Well, maybe they have a big, you know. A big of, room with just full of room. sex toys. Yeah. A big cupboard, a big display case. Have you not case. seen, what's that movie that, that based on the book, the um, Forty Shades of Grey, whatever it's called? No, I didn't see that movie. Yeah, I mean, some people are into that and they have like their kinks oh. and their, you know, they have like, they, you know, they like to dress up or they, whatever, whatever, it's part of their sexual identity. There's nothing wrong with that. I wonder I if they got that. into a serious relationship. You know, they're just talking about not being in a serious relationship, just have friends with benefits. But I wonder if they fell in love and got into a serious relationship, would that make a difference to I think their... that's what happened to the heroine in, in, um, in the movie that I'm talking about. Not the heroine, I mean the actual, the, the leading lady as opposed to the drugs. Yeah. Oh, right. Okay, yeah. Yeah, because I think that would be the measure of whether you've got a problem or not. Do you know, if you fell in love with somebody and you really, you know... And you kept cho- choosing the... And you kept thinking, yeah, I can't be doing this without, like, all my sex toys... Involved. Well, then it, it, would that be not analogous to when people watch too much pornography yeah. and, and they can't re- reacclimatise themselves to actual real I'm life? I'm just thinking sex. as well, if you go away for the weekend, you go away on holidays, you have to bring all this kit with you, like. Yeah, talk about the neighbours hearing that. That first fellow should, like, yeah. thank his lucky stars. <laughs> he should. And the entire house isn't vibrating and buzzing. And buzzing, exactly, yeah. 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 All the time. Yeah. <laughs> we haven't answered this fellow's problem. Declan thinks it's not a problem. I think it might be. I, yeah. I, I only think it's a problem if it's affecting the relationships. If the people that you're having sex with don't care. And they're, they're comfortable and it's, it's but no more... But I think it will affect a relationship if he, ha- if he gets to the point of having a relationship. No. Disagree. Okay. Unless the person's really into sex toys as well. Yeah, it's like that. people okay. are into, you know, dressing up or whatever. I don't think that unless your partner or partners have a problem with what your proclivities are, it's not a problem. But yeah. would it not be a problem if you wanted the sex toys all the time? Yeah. I, I mean, like if you couldn't work. do it without... If say, you couldn't do it Say you go camping. Yeah. Say you bring the kids to centre parks in a few years' yeah. time. I mean, I, uh, <laughs> yeah. there you go. <laughs> is there, is there there that? There's a just, big sign going into centre parks that says no sex toys. <laughs> really, there is, it's true. Uh, the big Leave picture your sex of toys at oh the gate. Uh, <laughs> the big oh my God, and lockers. <laughs> Which is not true, we'd like to point out for legal reasons. <laughs> Uh, so just going back to the first question very briefly uh, this is about the, the you know the, the brother staying with the sister <laughs> oh, yeah. or boyfriend uh, someone says so should she have sex in the kitchen table and to hell if the guest walks in Barbara please never run a and b Barbara <laughs> <laughs> Barbara thank you both very much Moncrief brought to you by Avant Money think you're getting the best value from your bank think again weekdays at 2pm on News Talk